Folks, what's going on? Arm and Hammer here. Today we're going to talk about Atlanta, the final event of the 2020 CrossFit Games. It was the toughest, most brutal, most savage, most destructive, most difficult CrossFit Games final workout in history. Sure, but I think there's a little bit more to it than that. So Atlanta is a combination of Murph and Mary. It's a mile run, 100 handstand push-ups, 200 pistols, 300 pull-ups, one mile run, all wearing a 20-pound weight vest. As promised by Dave Castro and the CrossFit Games media, lead up to the CrossFit Games itself, Atalanta is a hell of a workout. Definitely one of the toughest things that the athletes have ever had to do. Certainly one of the longer, more brutal, more mentally challenging events that they're going to be facing. And definitely lives up to the hype in terms of being a super tough workout. But is that really the marker that we want to use either for the CrossFit Games in general or for Atalanta as the final event of the 2020 CrossFit Games? Arguably, no. Yeah, Atalanta was really, really tough. And I don't really subscribe to the criticism that it's, you know, too much or too tough. This is in line with the type of volume that the athletes would be able to deal with, recover from, move on from. It certainly is a clear step function up in terms of challenge and difficulty. Just imagine 2019, they did marry, but not in a weight vest. And the last time they did a workout like Murph straight through was 2015. They repeated Murph, but... They repeated it in rounds. So there is definitely a clear escalation of challenge, difficulty, whatever you want to use as your marker here for Atalanta. But it really is an event that functions better in like the middle of the competition as opposed to the end of the competition. There are a few reasons why I'm saying that. One of them is simply because of what you would expect the crescendo, the final event of the CrossFit Games weekend, to feel like, to be entertained by it. You want it to have a certain set of characteristics. You want it to, one, be able to offer a multiple amount of points, more than just the one event's worth of points. Because realistically speaking, in terms of what happened to the leaderboard, there is no practical difference between Atalanta as the final event of the CrossFit Games and any other 100-point event. It just only offers 100 points. So you're just bringing it all down to one event at the very end of the weekend. So you'd like events to have more than the sort of 100 points, final events, to have more than the 100 points available. And we haven't seen the two-for final event show up at the CrossFit Games for years. I mean, basically since 2016. So 16, 17, 18, 19, all of those were single event finales. And, you know, some of them were really exciting, certainly. But having more than 100 points available, more than just the one event of points available... It lends a sense of urgency to the athletes because not only do they have the ability to make up a bunch of points, earn a bunch of money by winning events or placing second or third in events, they also don't have a lot of clarity in terms of how much they've gained or lost relative to the field because it's multiple events back to back to back. On top of that, the uh, ability for the final event to pack in a whole bunch of points 
it helps with like the hardening of the leaderboard because the leaderboard at a certain point really it stops fluctuating a ton now at this 2020 CrossFit Games, the first place was locked up basically like Saturday midday. So there's that. But the races for the podium were pretty much in fluctuation throughout the course of the remainder of the weekend. Second place was kind of sort of locked up in both divisions. Certainly it was on the men's side, but that's neither here nor there. The idea that you can have a lot of movement is a positive one, right? You want to have as much parity as possible. You want to have a bunch of potential for an upset or a change in the leaderboard. You want to reward the athletes that can really put the pedal to the metal in the final set of events or the final event that is multiple things back to back to back. And it it also it also kind of loses the storytelling of the CrossFit Games a little bit because it's not just about building like a six foot by 10 foot block where all the athletes stand with their equipment and then they just do the workouts and they stop and you take all their scores afterwards. It's about creating an entertainment product. It's about creating a story. It's about telling a journey from start to finish. And that's something that generally Dave Castro has been really good at, of this creating this sort of escalation across the entire weekend to this finale, this this the the toughest thing that you'll see. And we've seen basically every year there's this sort of anticipation. What is the final event going to include? Is it going to be pegboards again? Is it going to have some version of thrusters? Is it going to have the lunge race that we've been seeing a few years in a row? Like, what is it going to have? And usually the final event of the CrossFit Games introduces, it kind of like tells the state of what the future games should expect is you should be good at pegboards. You should be good at yokes. You should be good at overhead lunges. You should be good at et cetera, et cetera, right? Atalanta kind of sort of does that. It gives you an idea, man, you should be able to do 300 pull-ups wearing a 20-pound weight vest or, or, or a 14-pound weight vest you know, during a long, grindy workout. Sure, totally fair. That part I understand. But the entertainment value is lost. It tells the story of escalating the CrossFit games and elevating what the test looks like, but it loses the entertainment value because simply put, an hour long event is not fun to watch. What's fun to watch is things that are very quick back to back, things that are going, you know, uh, seconds being the difference between first place and second place. You know what was fun to watch? The swimming stuff event. That was really fun to watch. Or the happy star event. That was really fun to watch. Both of those events were over in under 10 minutes, and that's exactly the type of vibe that it should be, just more of that happening as the final event, as opposed to one very long, grindy, brutal event, because in terms of anticipation, you kind of ramp up, you ramp up, you ramp up the storyline over the course of the weekend, and you're finally getting to this really big crescendo of what your final event is going to be, and it's just going to be, boom, plateau, we're going to be watching people do stuff for an hour. And uh, not a lot of jockeying back and forth. Really tough to keep track of exactly what's going on. Yeah, things changed on leaderboard for sure, but it certainly would have been more exciting if instead of the weekend just kind of coming to a stop after this long grind fest, it had 
a finale that was just as spectacular as what came before it. There's another thing about Atalanta, a more meta issue, I think. And I mentioned it briefly at the beginning here, but the idea of measuring the toughness of a workout at the CrossFit Games as its main measure of value as a test is deeply flawed. It is a no-brainer that the CrossFit Games as a competition must improve in order to continue testing the athletes because the athletes are improving. And so the workouts have to get heavier. The skill tests have to include more uh, gymnastics, high skill movements, or more weight or more volume. It just has to do that. That there's That's a no-brainer. Every year, arguably, is tougher than the year before it because it kind of requires the test to be to have integrity as a test for it to meet up with where the athletes are at in that year, if that makes any sense. And so we've seen some versions of this escalation that are incredibly exciting. And I would say there's a bunch of that that happened this year. I mean, it's really, really cool to see Fran get elevated to another workout that for the best athletes in the world is again nearly impossible to do in three minutes. That's awesome because now everybody who's at that level who's basically never ever going to do the regular version of Fran again, well now they have to get really, really good so that they can crush the friendly Fran edition, right? And the same thing occurs with the 2007 reload event. There was no reason for any of these athletes to ever do the 2007 event again. But now there's a cool updated 2020 version of 2007 and that's a very interesting way of adding into the challenge the difficulty respecting the athlete's improvement over the course of not just 10 years but also three years two years or year to year but measuring your success measuring whether you did a good job just based off of how tough or how hard or how difficult the workout is I think that's a perfect example of what is called Goodhart's Law, which is when a measure becomes your marker, it ceases to be a good measure. So when your aspect of the test, this difficulty, which increases year over year pretty regularly, when that becomes the thing that you focus on, it's no longer useful. And the idea of presenting Atalanta to us as It is the toughest test that has ever happened at the CrossFit Games. Okay, I mean, that's maybe marketing, but clearly that was how Castro was perceiving it as he was putting it together. He purposefully created it with that in mind. And that is, I mean, that's that's pretty illuminating in terms of giving you an idea of what he's thinking about when he's putting together these events. And maybe maybe that's just not the way we should be doing it. Like maybe that's not the right perspective to take. How about just looking at effectiveness of the test or broadness of the test of having multiple different capacities and domains or various other measures of success 
that don't just rely on the one thing that happened to be a secondary effect of putting together a good test over the course of a decade. The other big issue that I had with Atalanta, again, is more of like a meta thing. It's not that the workout is like wrong, which it isn't. Again, just to make this super clear, the workout is fine. It fits into the CrossFit Games just fine. It's not deadly. It's not dangerous to to them. It's not a good idea for us to try that. But the problem that I have with it is that it kind of it kind of leaned into a habit that Dave Castro and the games have had in the past that really wasn't there in 2019. And it's a little worrisome. It's something that I think could definitely rear a very ugly head down the line. And along with this idea of like escalating difficulty as your main marker for whether it's a successful or well-established test, like that is something that's going to be a problem 10 years from now, if that's how you're doing it, because 10 years from now, they're going to be doing double Atalanta and triple marathon row. And they're going to have to do, you know, just these ridiculous, long, brutal, unnecessary feats that are just bludgeoning their fitness as opposed to separating the best from everybody with a scalpel. But either way, the other sort of bad habit that I see this, this Atalanta issue illuminating is that Dave Castro loves to make the games about himself and specifically more about the event than the athletes. And in a way, I get it because think of it like a UFC match. What makes a UFC card exciting is the fighters. Doesn't Who really cares like the size of the octagon or how many people show up? It's the fighters. People want to see you know, the, the top fighters go head to head. They want to see a championship match. And in a way in CrossFit, it's really like the athletes versus the test, right? It's the CrossFitters versus the test. So in a way, the test needs to have a sense of character. It needs to have a presence. It needs to have a personality, but I don't think that test should ever overshadow the athletes. And when you look at what happened with Atalanta, the way it was presented, the way it was marketed, the way it was built up to, the way it was even talked about on the broadcast was entirely overshadowing the athletes and their performances. It was more about, look what we've been given as a, as a workout. Oh my goodness. And it was all that as opposed to, wow, this is incredible. The escalation of fitness Look what they threw at them, and they're just chewing right through it. That's amazing. Look how well these athletes are moving through this. We never would have expected this from them. Instead, it was so much more about like this genius programming, and it's the the games are such a perfect example. There's there's nothing that happened that was that should have been changed. This is just such a, a, a like I mean, it was given to us a gift from the heavens as this perfect little piece that all of us are just so lucky to be entertained by for this brief shining moment of competitive fitness. And it's like, all right, we're kind of back to like the propaganda world. We're kind of back to the, the event overshadows the athletes. And we're kind of back to the, the show of look what we can do 
and you guys are playing our game, so you're expendable. And I know that that sounds really extreme to put it that way, but that's basically where the CrossFit Games were leading. Like they peaked in 2018 with that exact example of this is just the excess of what can we make the Dave Castro slash CrossFit Games show into. And if you don't agree with that, I urge you to go back and watch the first event of the 2018 CrossFit Games when Dave Castro in a highlighter green outfit on a bicycle is leading the first lap of the crit race because, because, because that's what it is. Because it was the CrossFit Games slash Dave Castro show. And, you know, one of the things I really liked about 2019 was that that was kind of moved to the side, right? The athletes got to shine. It wasn't really about the test so much. The test itself had its own storyline, but the balance between the athletes and their stories versus the test itself was much better and this year wasn't terrible. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying by looking at Atlanta, it kind of projects a worrisome potential into the future. And that's something that we need to be aware of and something we need to understand so that when, if it turns into the propaganda machine again, we understand that, hey, all right, let's let's kind of pull back on this, dial it down, and let's ask CrossFit for more of a focus on the athletes and their stories as opposed to what is actually, you know, this test that they're competing in. So there you have it, folks. Those are my thoughts on Atalanta overall. Pretty good workout. Really tough for the athletes. Definitely a games-worthy test. Probably, I think, if you were to sort of puzzle piece the weekend together, misplaced in my opinion it doesn't really function well as a final event it's kind of silly as a final event because it's just like a hundred points for an hour-long slog that isn't that entertaining to watch so you know i think it maybe could have been shuffled around i think there's other things that could have happened in that time slot that would have been more exciting more malleable effects onto the leaderboard just just better overall better overall and I think looking forward into the future of, you know, what Atalanta might tell us about how things are going to escalate and what markers people are using to sort of measure its success at the CrossFit Games, um, you know, what it tells us about Dave Castro, his role, his his view of his role, which I think is just if it's if if there's anything that you can say about it is that you know. If he makes the games about himself and the CrossFit games more than he makes it about the athletes, that is a fundamental flaw in the approach and the philosophy of how it's supposed to go about. So, you know, there's a lot there. You know, it could be it could be because of how much money CrossFit was putting into putting on the games. It was kind of viewed as a marketing expense, and therefore it had to tell the story of CrossFit. But still, either way, I think there's there's definitely something there for people to be aware of both us as spectators and fans and also CrossFit as an organization to understand that, Hey, like maybe this isn't the best way to actually pull this thing off, but maybe you, maybe you disagree with me. So I'd love to read the comments here. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'm certainly looking forward to hearing whether you disagree with me completely about how Atalanta fared as a final event. Maybe you think it actually is not a well-programmed workout at all. Maybe you think it's just the worst thing ever. 
Um, or maybe you think it was perfect as a final event and that everything was just fine and it went just fine. Maybe I'm just reading too much into what we're seeing in terms of behavior and descriptions of people's motivations and stuff. But hey, uh, let's let's see what the comment section has to say. Thank you so much, folks. Really appreciate it. I'll see you guys very, very soon. Take care.